Praise the Lord. Sometimes when I go for so long before I experience such blessings, when I hear such testimonies, I feel like moving very close to those people to understand what they are going through. Because uh, they may just impart something in my life. Praise the Lord. It is good to be close to these people as they testify. I thank God for all that we have heard. I just want us to stand up and thank God for what He has done. Promotions have come because God decided they will be. When men try to fight, God decided, I have already spoken my word, it shall be so for my daughter. Praise the Lord. Sister Padmini, I'm looking forward to you playing these drums. Praise the Lord. <laughs> to no longer just be a guitar, but the drums. The shoulder is completely healed, and we thank God for that. Healings are there, they are present. The Bible says, the power of God was present to heal. The Pharisees were there, everybody was there, but only those who decided to go and tap into that power received it. So when we hear testimonies like this, it means God is confirming His presence in our midst. He's confirming His desire to see something happen in our lives. So we can now prepare ourselves to tap into that power. Praise the Lord. Men who had not decided to buy were forced to buy. Because the brother had to meet his target. Praise the Lord. So God will cause people to do things, even if they had desired not to do them, in order to fulfill his desire for your life. Praise the Lord. I am sure all the time our brother Kumaresh was waiting. These people were just debating on whether they should go and buy or not. But because he started calling upon God, God compelled them. He told them, now go and buy. It's no longer time to debate. Go and buy. And they went to buy. Praise the Lord. And the bosses were happy because the sales were being met. Praise the Lord. Come and see, oh, come and see. Come and see what the Lord has done. In A Nigerian brother, come, come and sing. I like that tune. Come and see what the Lord has done. It is marvelous in His Come and see, oh, come and see. Come and see, oh, come and see. Come and see what the Lord has done. It is marvelous in His Come and see what the Lord has done. It is marvelous in my Father, we want to thank you this evening. We are grateful that you are our Father and our God. Father, when we see your hand move in the lives of your children, we are satisfied, God. We know your presence is here to minister to us, O oh my Father. We thank you for what you have done, the healings that you have done, O oh God. That is just a pointer on what your purpose to do in our lives, O oh Lord. Father, we want to thank you for the way you have intervened in job situations, O oh God. 
many are they that have been wondering what is going to happen. The visa laws are being passed. What is going to happen to me? But God, you are confirming that you are still in control. It is not they that decide that will determine our destiny. Because their hearts are in your hands. And so you will decide that we are, we are continuing our jobs or we are promoting us to new positions. Father, they will not prevent our new appointments, God. They will not refuse to release us, O God. And my Father, the law shall be pen, bent so that it allows us to receive the blessing that you have for us, O God. We thank you and we glorify your name. In our jobs, God, you are going to make us prosper. There are people in this place trusting you for prosperity in their lives, God, in regard to their jobs. And we are praying, King of glory, tonight. Your hands shall visit them, O God. We thank you for your faithfulness. Tonight, God, we want to thank you because of the testimonies that we have not had in this place. Men who are supposed to testify here, but they have not had the opportunity, God. But we know it is you that has worked, O my Father. So we thank you and we glorify thee. In Jesus' name we are praying. May we give a hearty clap to God. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. We may sit down. Is there anybody who is, who is fellowshipping with us tonight for the very first time? A visitor? Oh, let's appreciate God for that. Father, we thank you. Bless your name. Welcome. We thank God for your coming and we are grateful. There is a brother on Saturday we prayed for about 18 minutes or 15 minutes to 8. I remember Pastor Sean was praying concerning our brother who had been arrested. I'm informed that very day he was released. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, men, the prayers that you are offering there, you can see a confirmation they were hard. If the devil has been ministering to you that you have not received your miracle, there is the proof. Praise the Lord. When it's happening, it's happening. Just wait for it. And be patient. Praise the Lord. Uh, I just want us to share briefly on something that I believe will lift us to a point where we, we come to prayers this evening and thank God for what he has done. Tonight is a victory night and uh, it's good for us to remind ourselves about victory. I remember, and I've shared with you, I used to be a very good footballer and also a good fan of football. Whenever my team won, there was such an excitement in me, I, I can't explain it. The whole day I was just happy. And especially when I saw the, those from the opposing team, something, a, a sense of satisfaction was coming in because we beat them. So victory is good. When you overcome something, you experience victory, there is a sense of satisfaction in you. Praise the Lord. And so tonight, we just want to remind ourselves of some things that were, we may have missed in life in our life, in our relationship with God, that may be denying us the joy of victory. 
the joy of our victory. Praise the Lord. In John 8, 38, 32, book of John, The Bible says, You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Only that truth that you know can set you free. It's not the truth that you don't know. If you have never known something, it is very difficult for you to appreciate what it can do in your life. So the Bible is saying, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It only emphasizes one thing. That is only that which you know. But Christ did not leave these people empty. He went ahead and said, I am the way, the truth and life. So he was directing them to the truth who is him. Tonight I want us to look at uh, we would have looked at two prayers, but we want to look at one prayer specifically to the church of Ephesians. Because I believe these two prayers, the one in chapter 1 and the one in chapter 3, have got a profound implication for us as a church. When we begin to appreciate these prayers, how they were offered, why they were offered, the reasons behind them, you will begin to understand that God was trying to tune and focus the mind of a believer to a new level in his life. Ephesians 1, we start from 15. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints. Verse 16. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Verse 18, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of His calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And a very important portion of that verse tonight, 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. Verse 20. Which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own at his own right hand in the heavenly places. 21. Far above all principality, power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And has put all things, take note of that, has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Father, we thank you for your word. Minister to us as you please tonight, O oh God. 
speak to each one of us at our individual points. Let your word come forth as you have purpose to each one of us. In Jesus' name I pray. I've been working in this country for some eight years or so, and I deal mainly with the ages 12 to 18. And uh, these are people who are growing into young adults, so they may not be so concrete and so uh, defined in their attitude towards things, in their, in their thinking, in their approach to issues. But there is something that I have learned among the children in this land. There is something about them that is so interesting that we may learn from. Each one of them knows the background or the, the implication of the financial muscle of the father. Those who come from royal families do not hesitate to show you who they are. Praise the Lord. Each time I interact with some of them, in fact I was so surprised the other day, one of my colleagues was handling a case and one of the children, such as I've mentioned, asked him, do you know who I am? So it took the teacher back because of course he knows he's the, this is a student. But the same student said, do you know who I am? That question disturbed that my colleague. So he came and asked me, you know, this child said this. And I said, yes. He's from the royal family. Praise the Lord. This child knows where he comes from. And he knows what kind of authority or power that family holds. I'm not saying the sultan. I'm saying from the royal family. Praise the Lord. And so it is important for us also to understand that if the people of this world can rightly appropriate the power and the authority they have, how much more should you, a child of God, begin to walk in such confidence. This same boy, while trying to dig deeper, I've, I found out one day they were going out for a trip in Dubai. And he was in the airport. And they were being delayed at the check-in desk. He made a lot of noise. So the policeman walked by he was asking him what's the problem and he took his passport. The moment he read the, he looked at the passport, he returned, he said, okay, 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 come. He ushered him quickly. Such is the authority that men in this world have. Such is the influence that people have in this world. But we are children of the Most High God. We are sons of the living God. Praise the Lord. And so I was looking at the prayer that Paul was offering to the church in Ephesus and I began to discern something that throughout those prayers Paul was trying to bring about a knowledge, an understanding 
the essentials of who they truly are in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Because verse 19, as I said, it talks of, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word, who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Praise the Lord. But in chapter 2, verse 5, the same scripture, Paul again, still writing, he says, Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. But remember, the same Jesus Christ who was raised up, in verse 22, verse 21 of chapter 1, the scripture says, that same Jesus who was raised, in whom we have also been raised, in verse 21, chapter 1, the Bible says, far above all principality, and power, and might, and dominion, and every name, that is named not only in this world, but also in the world which is to come. Praise the Lord. Paul is emphasizing this. If you tie those two verses, he's actually telling the Ephesians, My brothers, you know you have been raised with Jesus Christ. You are together in Him. And you have been raised together with Him. And do you know where you are now? You have been lifted to the right arm of the Father. You are seated on the right hand of God in heaven with Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. And far on top of that, he continues to say that all things, principalities, powers, dominions, might have been placed under the feet of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. But as we continue, we realize that Jesus is the head of the church. Praise the Lord. And we are parts in that body. Now, the body cannot be removed from the head. Neither the head from the body. Praise the Lord. You cannot say, my head is in that corner, I will sit here myself. Because you will not have the ability to say. Praise the Lord. The moment you remove the head, you cease to have the ability to talk. Are you getting me? So the Bible is saying, the scripture is telling us, we have been raised with Christ. The same authority that Christ has been given. Now, when we talk of right hand, it is a mark of position and authority. You remember the mother of the, the sons of thunder? Who came quietly to Jesus and said, Lord, I know you are good. You have done so wonderful. But one thing I want to request, these two sons of mine, one should sit on the right, another one on there. Jesus said, that one is not my decision. Praise the Lord. I'm just emphasizing the issue of the right hand. It has been used here specifically to show us the authority that was bestowed upon Christ when He ascended in heaven. Praise the Lord. He already had that authority, but it was now conferred upon Him in order that He may be confirmed in the lives of the church. 
in the lives of the church members. Praise the Lord. And so we see the things that are coming out in that prayer. One, there has been a continued prayer in verse 16 of chapter 1. That verse 17, that this church may receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Of Him, not just revelation, but the revelation of Jesus Christ. Who Christ truly is in respect to the lives of the saints. Praise the Lord. And further on top, it says that the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. Verse 18, that they may know what is the hope of His calling and what is the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. How great is the power He has designated for the church. The power He has designated for the church. This power He describes as this. It was able to raise Jesus from the dead and set Him at the right hand of God. In Hebrews 1.13, we see the same Jesus being raised to the right hand of God. Praise the Lord. And far on top of that, that everything was made His footstool. Now, what all this tells me is, it doesn't matter what I am in the body of Christ. It doesn't matter how I feel, as long as I am in the body of Christ. Because the lowest I can ever be, is the soul of his feet. Praise the Lord. But even at that position, all power, all dominion, all might, all rulers in the dark places are still below me. Praise the Lord. Such is your position in Christ Jesus that you have got authority over all the powers of darkness, over all forces of wickedness. And once you begin to realize that, you speak like that young man. Do you know who I am? Once you realize your position in Christ, you begin to appreciate the power that God has bestowed unto you. I just want us to quickly move again. In Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. But I want you to take note of verse 19. All power has been given to me in heaven and on earth. That statement looks like it's hanging in the air. It has not been qualified. Because he just came and said, All power has been given to me in heaven and... Peter is looking at Jesus and says, uh, Okay. Yeah, we have seen you do the miracles. That is immediately, immediately, verse 19, Jesus says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Now, I may be picking on these verses. They may mean something different to you. But the reason why I've said this, is because, He immediately transfers that power to them. He says, go. 
Praise the Lord. He releases the power that He has been given to the saints and tells them, Go. Praise the Lord. Jesus is a good person in delegation of power. He doesn't hold it. He wants every member to exercise it. Praise the Lord. But I want to talk about something known as authority. Some versions use authority. You know, you can have power. It can reside in you. And you can walk knowing that you have the power. But it's not working, it's not causing results into your life. Praise the Lord. You can have power resident in you, and that power may not work results for you until it is activated. The action of activating power is the exercising of authority. Praise the Lord. Look at the policemen. We know all policemen are policemen. And they can be walking on the road. But the moment you are coming and you see a policeman do his hand like this, what do you do? How can the hand stop you? Somebody just doing like this. I've never seen one of you say, okay, hi, hi. The first thing is the best. You want, you want to make sure you are right. Praise the Lord. You want to make sure you are right with Him. You stop. And something that surprises me, even if it is a, an 18-wheeler, He just does the same hand like this. And you see them stop. Sometimes they have not talked. You see some of us jumping out of the car with our license. How are you? You give. He has not told you what, why he stopped you. But because of the authority he's exercising. Praise the Lord. Because of the authority he's exercising. Now the authority does not depend on the body size. No. It does not depend on how he looks. No. It is not how tall he is. No. It is the force behind his position. Praise the Lord. When he raises the hand, he's calling upon that force to take over now. And so we are tuned to respecting that position. We stop, we listen to him, he deals with us, and then he releases us. If we are free. Praise the Lord. It is important for you to know your position and to know the authority you have. Because this is the secret that is going to set you free from many of the things that we experience in life. But I have said, if you have power that God has bestowed upon you and you just sleep, you never exercise it, you will never know how much authority is bestowed upon you. I like when people preach about the prodigal son. We, we really complain about that young man. But we forget there was another second ma, young man in that home. Praise the Lord. That man was in the home. He was always just sitting there. Everything the father had was for him. 
Never a single time had he organized for a feast, a party in the home. He just knew, I'm a, I'm a child in this home. That is it. It took a rebellious child. It took a rebellious child who came back home to make this other young man realize what was in the home. When he, he realized that the, young, the other one who ran away, the party is there. Everybody is celebrating. And even the big animal which was in the home was, had been slaughtered for this man. Then he began to complain. I have been here all this time. You have never done this for me. Let us not wait for men to come from the east to come and feast at the table of the Lord when he has bestowed upon us all these blessings. Praise the Lord. God has released power unto you and unto me. But unless you begin to take the step of exercising it. I'm looking forward to a time that pastors, pastors Abraham, Leslie and Liken will switch off their phones. The cell leaders will switch off their phones quietly. Then we see whom you run to. That's the day you'll know how to speak to God in, in all manner of ways. Because when you have been caught in a tight corner, you don't control what you say. But if you know where you are, if you know your position in Christ, you can declare to every situation and it will come to the obedience of that word you speak. Jesus said, the words I speak are spirit and life. You can speak a word of life into your own life. A sister had money. She would have chosen to go and buy the best sari. But she spoke to that money and said, I'm going to sow you as a seed. It brought forth results. Praise the Lord. The other sister testified to us that brethren were shaking her hand and saying, you are going to get this job. They were speaking a word of faith into her life. That word matured. It has turned out to be a reality. When we power our words with faith, faith is a currency in the spiritual realm. It's as good as you are holding your real. When you have your real, you have the confidence of walking to the Lulu and purchasing something. Because you have the money in your hand. When you have faith, you can also tap into the things that are in heavenly spiritual realms and they will come into existence. Praise the Lord. And every one of us has got a measure of faith. And I want to say faith also grows. You speak it, it builds on itself. But it's the word of authority that you are declaring that really matters. Praise the Lord. Is it founded on the scripture? Yes. Now, can you possess it? Can you take it to be your own? Yes then speak it into your life. That is now exercising the authority of the word of God. It shall give you fruit for whatever you desire. Praise the Lord. Many years ago, as I was growing up, I would go to lie on the bed 
And I would hear as if, when I'm deep in the sleep, I would hear as if somebody's a being, not somebody, a being, is scratching on the bed like this. I would and the moment I hear that sound, I would be stiff. I could not even say Jesus. Struggling. Struggling. It was intense fear. Every time evening would fall, I would dread going to bed because of that experience. It was every other evening. One day, I discovered, no, I don't have to remain in this position all through. I can speak something into my life and I can be whole. Praise the Lord. And when I began to call upon God, these days, I sleep. Sometimes again, that thing used to come again. But this time I have known where I belong. Praise the Lord. It never ceased. It would try again. But now I know my position in Christ. So I can stand and say, Satan, get out of this bedroom. Praise the Lord. Finally, as we go to prayer, I just want to share with you some testimony from a departed brother whom I've been, I was blessed and I continue being blessed. Brother Harkins, Kenneth, he says, he was, he was in a service one day and God opened his spiritual eyes and he could see the Lord. And in that position, a demon came and kind of just covered between him and the Lord. There was something like a dark cloud that came. Now, Kenneth could hear the Lord speaking, but he could not hear it clearly. He could not understand what the Lord was saying. But what was disturbing Kenneth Harkins was, he was focusing on Jesus and saying, why can't he send, doesn't he see this demon? Can't, the Lord see this demon. And somehow it continued for a very long time. Then he reached a point, he said, it came to his understanding. He needed to speak a word to that demon. Himself, not Jesus. He spoke to that demon. And then it shrank immediately. The cloud disappeared. Then he turned to the Lord. Were you not seeing this demon? And Jesus said, yes, I was seeing it. Why didn't you do something about it? He said, no, I've given you power. Praise the Lord. The head cannot hold things. The head is there to think and direct. The hands go looking for things. The feet go walking. Praise the Lord. The Bible is very clear. It says, Christ is the head of the church. The feet are not in the head. If you are the feet, if you are the hand, it is your duty and my duty to do what the hand should do. To do what the feet should do. Not to look unto Jesus and say, walk, you are the head. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I just want us to be reminded each one of us has got the power to determine our destiny. Those things that are really working in our lives ought not to be. The Bible says the devil like a roaring lion. Like 
not as like a roaring lion. He roams about the world, seeking whom he may devour. Now, if, if I close myself like a lion and I can, the first time you'll be shocked, but you'll, you study me carefully, this, ah, those are the legs of a human being. You'll come and remove the mask. Praise the Lord. You'll remove the mask and tell me, go away. You are disturbing me. Chase me away because you've discovered who I am. That is what the devil doesn't want you to know. He makes himself look so big in your situation. He makes himself look so big that you are scared and you start running away. Just turn. Look at him and speak. It doesn't matter where you are. However small you are. However big you are in faith. You can speak the word and it shall turn things in your life. Praise the Lord. Let us stand up. Brethren, we need to be rejoicing right now. But the reason why we are sharing on this subject of our position and our authority in Christ is because for you to celebrate, you must be in a victorious position. You must be above the circumstances that you are experiencing. If you are inside, then you cannot rejoice. Because they have got a a, a nature of wearing you down. But when you discover who you are in Christ, And begin to exercise your authority in that position. You can always smile and walk with full confidence that God is dealing with every situation in your life. You can go and sleep soundly knowing that the prayer that has been offered is going to work. No matter what the devil says. As we bow down, we'll just ask people who may be having needs in our midst? Today we are going to share with the, we are going to stand here and we are going to pray together a prayer of agreement. Our sisters testify to the power of the prayer of agreement. We are going to pray together. The prayer may not be so powerful in the terms of physical, but we know the word will have been spoken. The word will have been spoken. And that word is what we need to stand upon. It will set us free. It will bring all the blessings in heavenly places into our lives. It will bring healing into our family. It will deliver us from those, those oppressive forces that the devil is channeling into our lives. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you honor and glory. Everlasting Father, as we stand in this place tonight, we want to give you honor We love you, Jesus, for who you are. You are worthy being praised, O God. Father, we return all the glory and honor unto you tonight. Father, we pray that you may visit upon your people tonight. Let each one of them experience your presence in their lives, O God. King of glory, that we may recognize your authority in our lives. As we walk on this face of the earth, we shall exercise the same authority you did in this world, O God. Father, each one of us will begin to partake of that power that you have poured upon the church. 
When the disciples came back rejoicing, you said, Rejoice not because of the demons that have run away from you, but that your names are in the book of life. We thank you, God, for who you are. We give you glory. Tonight, God, we thank you for your healing. We thank you for your deliverance. We thank you for the way you are touching your people tonight. The sick are being healed, O God. The oppressed are being set free. Because you said the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. You came to declare freedom to those that were oppressed of the enemy. To open the doors to those that were held in dungeons. Father, we don't know what people are experiencing in our ministry, God. But one thing I want to thank you tonight is because you are releasing them tonight, Lord. The time of their release has come. My fathers, we pray tonight. We want to thank you because of that divine power. Every person who is going to be, who is going to pr- to be prayed for tonight shall walk home confident of the divine deliverance of God. Father, it doesn't matter how many years they have suffered. But we thank you, Lord, because you hear our prayer. I invite the church elders, please, just come forward. The church elders, please. The choir can minister to us. Praise the Lord. As the choir just ministers in the background, I would like all the church elders to come. And each one of us, you know yourself. You know yourself. You know what God, you want God to do in your life tonight. So we just invite you to come forward, those who are in need. And as you share your prayers with the, uh, the elders, they will pray together with you. We have testified of the prayers that we have prayed in this church and people have been healed, people have been delivered. It's an opportunity for you tonight to celebrate together with the other people. To celebrate with those that have been giving testimonies. Oh, the blood of Jesus Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus that washes white as snow. Oh, the blood. Oh, the blood. Of my Jesus, oh, the blood of my Jesus, oh, the blood of Jesus, oh, he washes white as snow. There is power in the blood. There is power in that blood of Jesus. Oh, mighty power in the blood of my Jesus. 
There is power in the blood of my Jesus. the blood away. Lord, you remember them no more. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. Oh, there's we bless your name. There's mighty cleansing, Lord. That washes white as snow. There is power. There is power in the blood of my Jesus. Oh, there's power in the blood of my Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus that washes white as snow. Was nailed to the cross for me. He was nailed to the cross for me. Oh, on that cross crucified for me, he died. He was nailed to the cross. For me, he was nailed to that cross. He was nailed to the cross for me. He was nailed to the cross for me. Oh, on that cross crucified for me, he died. He was nailed to the cross for me. So we sing, there is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of my Jesus that was 
white as snow. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. Oh, there's healing in the blood of Jesus. Oh, there's healing in the blood.
And therefore, we have no doubts 
We come in faith. We receive in faith. We do not doubt. And we thank the Lord. So let's just thank the Lord right now and say thank you, Father God, for the word which you have given us. Thank you, Father God, for answering every prayer that we have brought across to you, Lord Father. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. Father God, we want to say thank you, Lord Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Romans chapter 8, verse 35, it says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? And then in verse 37 it says, Yet in all these things, these are things we might have gone through, Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Believe this today. You are a victor. You are a conqueror. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, I am a victor. Tonight, you might have brought different trials, different tribulations to the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know your position in the Lord? Because the Lord is just saying one thing. He's saying, you are a victor. I have declared that you are a victor. Jesus says, I have declared that you are an overcomer. You are a conqueror. And therefore, what do we do? We walk the walk of a victor. We talk the talk of a victor. We live the life of a victor. No more should defeat stare us in our face. No more should we bow down to defeat. Let defeat, let any form of defeat come across our way. Laugh it away. Tell defeat to talk to Jesus. Because Jesus is by our side. Shall we just thank the Lord and praise the Lord. Father God, we just want to thank and praise you, Lord Father. Father God, we want to thank you, Lord, because you have made us victors, Lord Father. You have made us overcomers, Lord Father. Father God, we thank you, Lord Father, that we have that authority in us today. Today we can turn and tell the devil that he is a defeated force. I am a victor. I am a conqueror. Thank you, Father God, for that authority which you have given each one of us. In your name, Lord Father, we thank you, we praise you, Lord. We give all glory to you, Lord. Father God, we want to thank you for your servant whom you have used this day, Lord Father. We want to thank you, Lord Father, for the word which you gave him, which he brought so powerfully across to us, Lord Father. I pray, Lord Father God, that you shall continue to minister to him, Lord Father. Anoint him, Lord Father, the more, so that he can bring us more powerful words that you give to him, Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you, Lord Father. Father God, we pray, Lord, that your blessings shall be upon him and his family, Lord Father. We commit them into your hands, Lord. Father God, I thank you for every one of us who is here this day, Lord Father. I thank you, Lord Father, for every one of us who is a victor this evening, Lord Father. And I thank you, Lord Father, that we can walk out of this hall with our head held high, Lord Father, because of what you have done for us, Lord Father. Nothing of our own, Lord Father, but it's all because of you, Lord Father. And we want to give glory to you, Lord Father. We thank you, we praise you, we, we bless your name, Lord Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all.
now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's depart this place as victors.